0: Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We, we watch films to, to save you hassle. Ah, oh, boy, we love that. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am the MKH, and we will bring you hot topics in the film industry, inspirational interviews with IMDB-listed filmmakers one or two of them yeah, we hope so review sweat on online series as they stream namely Amazon or Netflix trailer talk which used to be trailer chat but trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting sharing the frame with me today are Akash hi King Dom said that as if he was high off the marijuana, myself, MKH, Buongiorno, and Steven. Hi. And Steven there's another...
1: Cody, Steven Cody, Steven Cody, Steven, Cody, Steven Cody,
0: Steve Cody. Cody. And there's another person that was just doing a Doctor Who mashup with Steven's name. It is um, Trev... tre- tre- Trevor. Hello, guys. Between your ears and our voice, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology. Recorded on blue snowball ice microphones, believe it or not. Sound mixed in Audacity software. Projecting in, what's that? Otoma, 4H, Otoma. And computerized by Toshiba. Recording live and direct from Ithaca House. Welcome to Sunday Night Live. we're back (laughs) if you've stayed after that 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 awful (laughs) yeah exactly if you're exhausted imagine me (laughs) um have a rest you deserve it yeah um thank you thank you very much king dom you're you're um
1: actually it's gonna be thief dom now because somebody nicked his phone you've been serious yeah, yeah that
2: seriously actually happened
0: yeah. Is that why on the WhatsApp group, your name comes up as, um, is it a, a female Susie. name? Susie. Yes. We've yes. got a WhatsApp group, people. i That's, That's not what I was thinking. I thought we were getting a, a, a new female co-host. Oh, sorry to
2: disappoint you. It's just me in drag.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm seriously disappointed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I expect my drag artist to be clean shaven.
1: <laughs> and now we're going to introduce uh, Cult TV and our Doctor Who specialist, Stephen Code.
2: Can I just, um, can I kick this one off? I want to do a l- very little callback. Don't, don't okay. panic. i <laughs> seem like the panic in your eyes here. I want to do like a very quick callback to something that happened last time you were on the show. Okay. And you talked about um, the Doctor Who films and you said they were adapted from Doctor Who. So yes. Can you very quickly tell us what you meant by that? Well,
3: that's good because I was actually going to start with the dialects because I didn't really bring them up in the last episode when... And- Arguably, I wouldn't be here talking about Doctor Who if it wasn't for the Daleks, because the Daleks were the things that made Doctor Who popular, isn't it? The second story featured the Daleks. The Daleks, I mean, if anyone knows, I mean, they look like Pepper Pots with kind of guns and. Um, uh, like an I thought. Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. But um, there's an interesting thing about who created the Daleks, because the scripts obviously were written by. They were written by Terry Nation, who was a sitcom writer. And a comedy writer, and he wrote the he wrote the story. But the guy who actually designed, um, who actually designed the um, oh, nice. the the machines, was a guy called Raymond Cusack, and he was um, uh, his assistant when he started on that was Ridley Scott, who was working for the BBC at the time. So, and uh, Cusack, the guy who designed the um, the look of the dialects and what you know. He got paid £100, whereas Terry Nation, the guy that read the Daleks, ended up making millions out of it, moving to LA, trying to set up a Dalek TV series. And I always think it's a bit of a shame, because when we think of the Daleks, we think of what they look like. And maybe a little bit of their voice, but the voice was done by Roy Scouton, who also did the voices of Zippy and George on Rainbow. So if you... Did then the the next time guy? you see Zippy... Yeah, it's a Dalek, you can... You can and hear the Dalek in there.
1: So does this Roy guy voice all of the Daleks,
3: or is he just one of No, two? no, he's one. He's one. A number of people have voiced Daleks what over the people? years. Was he the fir- one of the first He's Dalek one of voices. the first to voice girl, and yeah. And so that's the Daleks. Um, the Daleks <laughs> were... Um, Dalek mania was kind of 1964 that year. Uh, the Daleks were massive. In fact, they were so big that two feature films were commissioned based on the... Um, two first, the first two Doctor Who Dalek stories um, starring Peter Cushing as the Doctor and um, they were very successful actually and um, it's the their the big um, selling point was the fact you could see the Daleks in colour for the first time obviously on TV they're still in black and white and Doctor Who would be until 1970. So that's a little bit about the Daleks. Um, so i think we start i finished off last time with um the, the end of william Hartnell. william Hartnell had got too ill to carry on with the role he was um, um he actually said the only person in the favor for me is patrick troughton and that's what happened patrick troughton was born in 1920. Uh, he died at a doctor who convention in columbus in the united states in march 1987.
2: i think it's worth just pausing to say that again he died at a <laughs> doctor, doctor who, who convention, convention.
3: It sounds like commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was, um, he trained for the theatre. Um, um, but during the Second World War, he served in the Navy. Uh, he won the 35, 39 to 45 star and the Atlantic star. Um, after the war, he returned to theatre. Um, in 1953, he became the man, first man to play Robin Hood on TV. He also appeared as Terrell in Laurence Olivier's Richard III and served as um, Olivier's understudy in the film. He appeared on filming Jason and the Argonauts, and guest starred in main TV shows before coming to Doctor, including Danger Man, Adam Adelant Lives, Zed Cars, and The Saint. It's probably the most famous role after the Doctor is of the priest in The Omen, who gets, um,
1: Patrick Troughton was the priest in The Omen?
3: Yeah, the one who gets, um...
1: The spike from yeah, the chest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The falling spike? Yeah, yeah. That's
3: crazy. Yeah. Wow. But his his best known role is the doctor. He um became a doctor in nineteen sixty six. Uh his he had one companion who stayed with him basically for the whole of his whole of his time. That was Jamie, who was a eighteenth century Highlander, uh Scotsman and um who's Highlander always, like the Highlander. Yeah, yeah, like okay. the, yeah. He yeah. was a pipe a piper in the Okay. Fighting the English. So he appears in all but one Patrick Charlton story. Um, each uh, Patrick Charlton story has a different female companion in uh, in his first season. His uh, companion is Polly, who's a 60s um, IT girl. Um, she's uh, Her and Ben come aboard the TARDIS went just before the end of William Hartnell's run. And they keep going until the end of Patrick Charlton's first season. And then in the second season, we got Victoria, who's um who's a Victorian. <laughs> so um, she's she's orphaned at the end of the story of the evil of the Daleks. And she joins the Doctor further. Second season, and for his last season, we have Zoe, who's a girl from the future, and thinks that she's cleverer than the Doctor. Um, during these years, we find we get... Um, during the Hartnell years, there was a, a kind of experimentation. There was a way of seeing uh, what can we do with this programme? What's the way to make it? What's the way they do it best? And the Trouton era kind of settled on um base under siege stories. So a lot of Troughton stories end up with the TARDIS crew, they land somewhere. Normally some sort of scientific um establishment like a moon base or an Arctic um a weather system, they end up at at this station and then something will be attacking the station. And this was it, it was such a formula. I think every season in Trout every story in Troughton's second season is actually a base under siege story and this became the, um, the sort of template for how to do Doctor Who.
1: Is that close to like how Star Trek was doing their stories because it's a sci-fi story but it's essentially like a submarine uh, war story isn't it Star Trek?
3: Yeah I mean okay. the, um, the, the thing with Doctor Who is because I mean the budget was never big so t- t- the easiest way to get around this was I've one one single kind of good location so that would be like the scientific base wherever it was and then you know you save your money on kind of sets and stuff and if you base it all in one place and um that's uh how it came and uh, um historical stories which were a big feature of the Hartnell era were f- stopped during the trial and you know, his second story the Highlanders where he picks up Jamie it's the last historical story until one Peter Davison story in 1985, but we can talk about that in the future. Um, not to say that there wasn't um, kind of um, interesting experimental stories. There's a story called The Mind Robber, in which um, the Doctor ends up in the land of fiction and with superheroes and um, Gulliver, um, uh, different um, characters from children's literature who he keeps running into and it's a very clever Um, Quite surreal story for Doctor Who And um, finally at the end of his last season We finally learn who the Doctor is We learn, we go to his planet In a story called The War Games In which um, we meet the Time Lords for the first time He goes on trial with the Time Lords And ends up um, Well, the the Time Lords sentences him To go to Earth and to be regenerated So the next Doctor when it came along would be it's now stuck on Earth and exiled on Earth and can't use the TARDIS anymore. This was due to, to budget cuts. They couldn't really afford to do Doctor Who kind of get into the get into space anymore. So for the first three seasons of John Pertwee, the next Doctor, it's going to be all set on Earth. Um, well, but, um, there are a couple of um, exceptions, but Pertwee is basically on Earth. So that's um, how Trouton. The end of and in 1969. His he was the last doctor to um uh for his stories to be in black and white, and um, he had a it, one of the strange things is um wh- when they're thinking about what they're going to do with uh, Trout and, and was saying um you know how we're going to make this doctor different from the first doctor that there were some ideas that he'd up up claims like a pirate. There was actually a suggestion that he'd black up and wear a turban. Which Doctor E fans, thank God, every day didn't happen. <laughs> that would have killed the, the series. series. <laughs> yeah, that that would not have been good. But they, they ended it, up. These
1: are like gimmicks, though, that they're just trying. Well, to do to they they, more wanted to kind
3: of, they wanted to kind of wanted to because they wouldn't know how the audience would react to the kind of the, act, the the character just changing appearance. Yeah. So they would have thought, well, we're making totally different, and then we can mm. see. But that uh, they went back and. Um, they decided the best look for the second Doctor was kind of like a Charlie Chaplin, uh, kind of a, a sort of a trampish appearance. Yeah. I mean, there's always a sort of Edwardian so gentleman look for the Doctor, but... Is,
1: is that why he's got the kind of the black um, trousers and the kind of cheap... Well, he has checked
3: trousers. trousers. He's got a cheap black jacket, cheaply cheap yeah. shirt, a little bow tie. Um, he's the scruffiest Doctor, I think we can say that. It, um, he's, I would say... Uh, proper Doctor Who fans, he's maybe the favourite Doctor of them all. Wow. Um, there's it, just there's something about him. He's very, you know, he's the first Doctor where his he is the Doctor. He's the person who's coming into stories to actually kind of help the good guys and um, destroy the bad guys. He becomes a proper hero during the Patrick Troy era. Yeah. But he also he has a way with people. He can be he can get very angry very quickly. He's very manipulative yeah he's quite he's he's got his little um quirks like um he plays the recorder yeah a lot which irritates his companions um <coughs> excuse me um
1: i'm just thinking because the way this uh, new doctor is or this, what will be the second doctor at the time is it more um approachable and expansive that he looks like charlie chaplin but he's like totally sci-fi and that makes him not just more amenable to his companions, but it's more amenable to an audience at large. Oh yeah, yeah. And he probably he, don't get what Doctor Who is about. But yeah, a way.
3: he's a much more likable Doctor than the first Doctor. He's kind of, you know, he's very good for kids. He's, he's he can be very much childlike, as you can see in that picture mm. there. And um, he loved well. After he left in 1969, he returned three times to play the Doctor in the the three Doctors, the five Doctors, and the two Doctors.
2: Wow.
3: Um, and just
2: to be clear The two Doctors was after the other two You haven't said that's yeah. out of sequence No they're not out
3: of sequence The third doctors, the three Doctors was the 10th anniversary special The five Doctors was the 20th anniversary special And the um, two Doctors was the 21st anniversary special
1: Oh, so there's a bit of a tradition of bringing back the old Doctors? Oh, you bring back the
3: Doctors for the anniversaries, yeah. yeah. That's what It happened in 2013, when it was the 50th anniversary.
1: Was that the one where we get to see John Hurt?
2: Yeah, John
3: Hurt, David Tennant and Matt Smith, all in the same story.
1: I guess we should
2: ask you about that another time. Yeah, Yeah, I have questions about that. Yeah,
3: yeah. But, um, yeah, um, an interesting fact about the second Doctor is that he's very hard to write for. Um, so, so much of, of the performance was, it, you know, it was in Troughton's performance That without him you know, on the page it can look a bit dry he, 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 No one's ever really been able to write the second Doctor well in prose um, Which is a tribute to Patrick Troughton really. He may be the best actor to ever play the Doctor I mean obviously like I said before he was Laurence Olivier's uh, understudy And um, he's a very in-demand guy
1: yeah, I mean, looking at Patrick Troughton's IMDb credits, I mean, he, he's done so much more. Like he's been in the Two Ronnies. Yeah. Something called The Box of Delights. He was even in. Minder. Remember the Box
3: of in I the remember Aussies? that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Classic kids' cereal.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, for the fact that he was even in Minder, that was that kind of is a bit mind blowing. Well, yeah. up. That's the like the cheeky chappy, Cotney yeah. gangster. He was drama, in the first though.
3: episode of Inspector Morse.
1: Cleopatra's as yeah. well. He seems to have done a lot of theatre as well. Dick yeah.
2: Cameron yeah. show. So well, he's a very like I should, actor. I feel like I should give Patrick Troughton another chance after this because he was like one of the doctors I felt yeah, like. Yeah, and I didn't that's the problem.
3: On Out of all the, um, the BBC in the seventies junked a load of Doctor Who episodes because they didn't foresee the advent of videotape or DVDs and they didn't see why anyone would want to own any TV programmes in the past. Mm. So they ended up junking them, and Patrick Troughton has suffered the most. From that, I've, less than half of his episodes exist. Um, in real time, so yeah. there's
1: no archive to go back to old episodes he was in?
3: There, there are some. Mm. Uh, they, they found two stories in the year of the 50th anniversary, so that was nice. But there's still, I think there's still around 79 episodes missing I'm looking from
1: the at, 60s. I'm looking at the stats on him, he's done 127 episodes. Of? Of Doctor Who
3: yeah that's right I mean that's not stories episodes are parts of stories so yeah. uh, like the war games his last story is a 10 episode yeah. story but,
1: but to lose 79 from 127 episodes that's quite a lot no that's 79
3: split between him and William Hartnell oh okay okay. Um, the, the, the black and white okay. doctors they're the ones that got oh, They right. got junked oh that's a shame yeah yeah it is it is and that's some cool. of the uh, Doctor Who's Most Famous story like the evil of the Daleks which saw the final end of the the Daleks well until the next time but it's a classic story I've watched it on um, it, um, the, th- the thing that happened in the 60s was that Doctor Who fans would record the programme mm. off the TV onto audio tape Yeah. so these have survived through the years which means mm. that now we can um, put the episodes back together mm. so at the same time as they were recording the um, soundtrack off the TVs there was someone in the TV studio while they were recording the stories, who's taking photographs, which, so we have these, they're called tele-snaps, so you're able to listen to the audio and then follow the story through the pictures. But now, of course, because we have the soundtracks to the episodes, we can put um, animation to them, and now a number of stories are being animated so that they can be seen for the first time since the 60s which is kind of brilliant.
1: Is there a special team or individual who's kind of out there, Indiana Jones? Yeah, yeah, there is a guy, I
3: cannot remember his name offhand, Um, but he found uh, The Enemy of the World and um, The Web of Fear, two stories in a TV studio in Nigeria. And he spends his time going all around the world, going to different places that the BBC gave Doctor Who to. To see if they've still got the master tapes. Blue Peter lost via last episode of Evil of the Daleks Mm -hmm. and we'll never forgive them. (laughs) Wow. We we lent Well, we we lent um uh Blue Peter was lent the episode to show a clip from it for to to kind of, you know, promote Doctor Who next week and they never returned it, so that was one episode, just disappeared.
2: Wow, what a bunch of losers. Yeah. Never like Blue Peter. Well, I
3: mean, you can sort of sympathize a bit. They did they really didn't see a time when they'd be able to make money out of reselling stories. They they, they thought, why does anyone want to watch this again?
2: Blue Peter can see the value in an old toilet roll. How can they not see the value
3: in Doctor Who? So, yeah, the the second Doctor's era was an interesting era. It's really consolidated what Doctor Who would become. Um, It really nailed down the Based Under Siege story and and the the character of the Doctor is a kind of a wanderer who tries to solve problems which he really wasn't the first doctor really wasn't that the first doctor was escaping from his um uh people and then he was trying to get ian and barbara his first companions back home so he's never really the um crusading doctor as patrick and He's the first crusading doctor the doctor who's there just to go and fight evil and good get... he's probably my second third favorite doctor i think he's an awesome
1: he's between <laughs> your second and yeah, third
3: yeah i think so yeah
1: does that fluctuate depending on how recently you've watched the episodes?
3: Not really. He's just there's a start to his performance, which no one else is quite got. Matt Smith was he, um, he used a lot of Patrick Troughton's mm. mannerisms mm. while playing the Eleventh Doctor. He said he said himself when he took the role that he watched a lot of Trout he watched some Troughton stories and he liked the way that Troughton he like, played the Doctor and say so used some of his um, uh, mannerisms and
1: as a Doctor Who fan. Is it appreciated that when uh, a regeneration takes place that the new performer is doing some callback movements or motions of the earlier Doctors?
3: Well, the, the, the first, Patrick Trouton, the first regeneration, William Hartnell changing into um, Patrick the um, it, it's the only regeneration where the Doctor's clothes regenerate as well. So there's no no scene where Patrick Charlton takes off Hartnell's clothes and puts on his new costume. The clothes change with him. Also after he regenerates, he looks in the mirror and sees Hartnell's um, image in the mirror. So that kind of says to the viewer, you know, this is the same guy. Because they're not, they don't really in the first... In Patrick Troughton's first story, which is called the Daleks, they don't really address it too much. So it's not like explaining to the children at home, like, oh, the doctor has now changed and this is what it's like. Yeah. It's just kind of, oh, this is happening and carry on. Mm. It's kind of cool mm. and it wouldn't happen nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays to be, what's happened, Doctor? What is this? I mean, yeah. Ben, the doctor's companion, he kind of sees a little bit. Yeah. He's not the doctor. But then Polly, she's okay, yeah, it's all right, don't worry about it. And so by the end, a couple of episodes in, he's fine, he's the doctor now. So definitely. it
1: was the new Doctor, but the same companions?
3: yeah he he takes over from william Hartnell's last companions ben which and is Bolly. a
2: precedent that's continued for the whole series yeah like by and large Yeah,
3: by and know. large
1: yeah, yeah yeah but isn't that doesn't that help the doctor who series yeah, yeah. people I mean, yeah. Who knew who he was before the regeneration v- exactly. yeah. yeah
3: yeah it aids the transition
1: that makes it more special yeah yeah okay so,
2: favourite Troughton
3: episode? Uh, i go for The Mind Robber or Evil of the Daleks. The only tragedies you cannot see, Evil of the Daleks, only two, two or one episode exists. So, uh, to watch it, you'll have to watch one of the... Um, either wait for it to be animated or watch one of the Telly snaps compilations. But The Mind the Mind Robber is a fantastic story. So, Mind Robber, Evil of the Daleks, i go for. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay. So that brings us to the end of our segment on Cult TV. Thank, Thank you. you.
0: Thank you, Stephen. That no was problem. very nice. Um this is for you.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, get back you you people. <laughs> <laughs> That's all them. Yeah. Uh okay. So uh, now we've come to the end of this fantastic Doctor Who esp- episode. Um with great regret, I would like to say thank you to our presenters, Dom.
2: Goodbye.
0: Um co-hosts, Akosh. I thought you were gonna spit all over that mic just then with your with your <laughs> with your juice with your juices. Yeah. Um, um it says NPH there, so that's me, so bye-bye for me. Uh, Trevor. Ciao for now. And of course um, Stephen Goodbye Um, I have been your host um, Somehow MKH Um, You were listening to Geek Sweat These are our End credits So we invite you to subscribe Please as well Geek Sweat is available on Castbox, FM, iTunes And Stitcher Download any of those apps To listen to us and there are other apps actually. Um, any 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 apps on on the, the phones will probably have links to this original podcast. But the, this this is oh, probably not yeah that yeah. yeah. Be
2: to us. Oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Google any, Chrome would do it. Yeah. Any 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 um, podcast like catalog app will have links to us. Um, I've checked it out. Um, if you want to if you want to support the podcast by generating an interview question, being a guest, or simply becoming a sponsor. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> simply becoming a sponsor. Please, we need sponsors. <laughs> I've got children at home to feed. Um, please email film at instagateonline.com. We will have more in store. Feel free to rate and review. Us inside your podcast platform, whichever one you pick. If you don't have time to do so, please tell a friend today, and we will be just as grateful. You will also find us online via Twitter, Instagram, and believe it or not, still Facebook, yes, under the hashtag geeksweat, which you can spell double E K S W E A. Don't forget the A in there All in quotes This podcast fries on listeners So thank you for sharing your ears All two of them To show you we care We watch films to save you the hassle Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark